Okay. On, On the fifth day, day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five running fats, four laps of nuts, three ways to gob, two number twos, and a shit marathon called Edinburgh. Well, the lawyers from Edinburgh still haven't got in touch, so we're oh. still broadcasting. They're scared. They're scared. They're running. Well... They're not running, yeah. because they've been told that they can't run beyond this point, and uh, this part of the marathon has been shut down. So what's our number five? What was that? Running fads. Running fads. Ooh. Oh, we've got a lot of running fads to, to get through. Um, the main one, which I think we need to talk about, is the one that I don't think will catch on, uh, obstacle course racing. What? What? <laughs> no, the thing is, the funny thing is, um, I joke about this it, when I was still a journalist, running journalist. I, the magazine I was working on, uh, we wouldn't cover obstacle course races uh, simply because we thought it wasn't, it was just, it was like a passing phase. Um, and so we didn't okay. cover any at all. And boy, were they wrong. Yep. What was that, men's running? It was men's running, yeah, we didn't cover it. Do you so, think they've covered uh, it since? Uh, I'm not, actually, I'm not sure they have. They're much more. They're much more purists these days when it comes to running. Yeah, it's all about, there's all about the five k now. There's such a crossover though, because the if you think about rat race events, half their events are running races, half of them are obstacle races, and some of them, like um, man versus mountain, for example, was that a running race? Or was that an obstacle course race? But isn't that just jumping on the bandwagon? Um, yeah, I mean it is in a way, but. It's probably a race that purist runners would say is an obstacle course race, and purist obstacle course races would say it's a running race. Is there such thing as a purist obstacle course racer? Absolutely. So what? Purist, say, purist so, of all. Okay. So what's the what's the most purist obstacle course race? What is the what's the ultimate obstacle course race? Ultimate obstacle the purist. A purist would say this is this is the pinnacle. This is the the holy grail of obstacle course races. Ooh. Or, or, or are you going to be controversial by saying that? I don't know. I, no, it's more... The thing is, there wouldn't be a purist race, but there are people who think anything that involves running shouldn't be an obstacle Oh, really? Race. Yeah. Yeah. It's generally it's, people that aren't very good because they can't run. It's, do you know, it's really funny because I, when I did the Transalpine, mm. um, and this is even like within segments of runners, there was a, one day that had a section where we were running along a road for probably about six or seven miles or whatever yeah. in a normal day it was 25 miles and six or yeah. seven miles were on a straight road and there were complaints about that because there was too much um time off a mountain or off an incline of some sort oh, and that was God. like the longest stretch on a uh, what's it called a 200 mile race wow um, that yeah and people were about and they actually they put a it was it was originally like 10 miles but they put a, a, a like a small hill or something in the middle of it in order to break up that that thing and so they and so sort of purists like mountain runners um found that that single stretch which was the bit where i started taking people so to <laughs> me i was like this is awesome <laughs> um but also you know that the organizers of that would have done it for a reason they'd have done everything they could to have not had to do running along a road yeah and yeah, so therefore the fact they've they've had to yeah yeah, so there's obviously a thing. But yeah, so being a purist is, a, is an interesting thing. But let's talk, let's talk about running fads. Okay, so the, when we were talking about this before, there was a couple here that I, I'd never heard of. Really? Which yeah. ones? Barefoot. What's that all about? 
Barefoot. Nah, just kidding. Kidding. Barefoot. <laughs> Barefoot's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. The whole concept of a barefoot shoe. The bit, the biggest fad of all time as well. Yeah, well, absolutely. Oh, massive. It's it's almost like too big to go into, and I think we we can't really go into it, but we're we're mentioning it because it has to be mentioned. But also, I think the worst thing for me about fads is when it gives people an air of superiority when they can then say to you oh are you not a barefoot runner oh do you not know about the oh do you know oh, oh sorry oh sorry do you do heel strike heel strike oh you don't do forefoot strike fuck you <laughs> yeah i think barefoot running wow that one book has a lot of energy uh, uh, yeah, injuries there is a lot of injuries. to explain I, yeah i remember doing the uh my first ultra which i've talked about before the uh, toe challenge and the first day of the toe challenge it's actually on the second day of the toe challenge a couple of guys turned up in um vibrams and um like okay that's interesting you're gonna run 30 miles in those along a, yeah. along the thames path um that's really interesting. End of day, feet shredded. Well done, lads. Really <laughs> proved it to the rest of us there. <laughs> well they just done. look so bad as well. Oh, just... I wouldn't mind if they didn't look. Oh, you just like. I'm sorry, Ben. They're ben like Crocs. They're like, Your feet they're look just... terrible. You have got you've got like running Crocs on essentially. Yeah. Well, I've tried it. I've I've worn. I, in fact, when I I, I decided I was going to try barefoot running. And I ordered some shoes on the internet. They took so long to come that I just went out barefoot running. Oh, yeah. And it was so painful. My God. It's impossible to find anywhere to run barefoot, essentially. Because yeah. even on, even on um, around Clissold Park, my local park, I didn't realise how unsmooth the tarmac is. Yeah. Oh, I was in pain after half a mile. I had to stop. And you, even have where... to, you have to build up so slowly. It's so difficult to. I mean, you yeah. essentially have to give up running, don't you? Yeah. In order to yeah. in order to, to to prepare for it. So if you if you're thinking of well, we'll, we'll talk about barefoot. This is one of the subjects people have asked us to and do. It yeah, and it and of course it won't be biased in any way. It's going to come from a point <laughs> of uh, completely bought into the barefoot philosophy. But well, I've switched to to forefoot running. Well, I so, I used to I used to be a hill stride, but I'm I'm more midfoot now. Um, yeah. So, but that's nothing to do with barefoot. That's to do with something completely it's, different. That's to, it's I'm not, changing my technique slightly. Yeah, but I I I did it because I thought I'd try the whole barefoot, and and that's what I kept just the way of running without changing the shoes. But we'll we'll talk about that next later. The next one, you've never heard of virtual running, have you? Is it? Is it basically talking about running and going to a running club without actually doing the running? Because if it is, I think I've pretty much, <laughs> I've pretty much bought into this virtual running fad. Well, for me, I find this the weirdest races and the weirdest fad of all. It's where you pay someone to run by yourself and then you, load, you upload your run and they then say, you've done your run, I'll send you a medal for your run. What? What, wait, wait, how, um, what races do this? I don't know the name, although I think someone was talking about it recently and how there's a really cool Star Wars medal. So, because I, I, some people seem to be obsessed with medals and the bling and what they look like and getting them. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's a lot of them out there. Type in virtual race. 
Oh, okay. So these are the races whereby they say, "Oh, we all run on this day," or yeah. you, or there's like there's, there's things like a twenty four hour race and stuff like that, and then you have to run for a certain period over that day, or yeah, and you, and you upload, or so you take it, you up, you have to obviously do it using some sort of verifiable yeah, Strava or Nike yeah. or Garmin or yeah, and then what you get a medal for that? Yeah, then they send. You, I think some of them might do t shirts as well. They'll send why, it to you in the what's post. The, what's the point of that? I don't know. I don't get the point of it at all. The, all I can figure that's good about it is if you're in a place where it's incredibly hard to do races. There's races everywhere. There's races there are like races this. everywhere. Are, there, there has never been more races than there are at this time in history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, park runs are everywhere, let alone races in general. But even if not, there are running clubs everywhere. And there are just people you can go for runs with everywhere and... Yeah, I just find it so weird. I'm. Just, I don't know if they die out or not. I think they're. I think they're a fad. Though, are they? Are they that big? Are there other ones that are, are huge? I don't think so. But for me, it's just a, a money making scheme. People oh, will say about, about you're all worried about the money making, aren't you? You don't want anyone well, to make you know to make a bit of cash out of this running lark. Well, I, I don't mind people making money from it, but I think the trouble is the the is impact. You, it's not you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who are we sponsored by this week again? No one, JD. No one. Where's the money? Show me the money. No, it's it's more. I I've got no problem with people making a living and making money out of of running. It's when it changes the industry or changes the races and things are worse because of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Um, okay, that's it. Yeah. No. No. I completely agree and, with that. But also, I I don't like. I I just hate hypocrisy or I hate people saying we're doing this amazing thing yeah really positive isn't it great get involved in our virtual run it's blah 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 and we're going to charge you loads of money for it so we, so we make money if it's for charity brilliant yeah of course fantastic but if it's people just making money trying to pretend that it's really positive to get people into running I just think there's there's a huge conflict there yeah no no I can be okay so that's um that's virtual running so what's the what's the next one that's two. What's the what's the third one? Paleo. Paleo. I, paleo the thing is, I can't, diet. I can't get involved with paleo anyway because I'm a vegetarian. And so, yeah, if you decide I'm a, I'm a vegetarian paleo, there's, not, there's absolutely nothing I can eat. What is it? Nuts, berries. Nuts and berries. Nuts and berries. I don't even... Does it even work like that? Is it, is it the gatherer stuff? Can you still eat the gatherer stuff or is it just the hunter stuff? Well, I think paleo... Is anything a caveman could have eaten? It's so ridiculous. What I love about it is, well, for one, I hate it. I hate it when people come up with reasons for doing things because it sounds logical, yeah. but it's not based actually on science, Absolutely. evidence, or Absolutely. That's it. and it's exactly. Go well. It makes sense because it sounds like it makes sense. Yeah, and you, and then you go. Oh, so what was the what was the life expectancy of cavemen? <laughs> oh, 27. Wow. <laughs> it's like we've just, we've developed as a species. You just have to acknowledge that small fact that we've developed as a species. And Oh, so you're paleo. So, you, so you're not taking antibiotics then? You're not taking antibiotics because you're on the paleo diet? Oh yeah, how much do you adhere to that? It's morally bankrupt. But I think that there are people now who are changing their entire their entire diet as ultra runner marathon runners 
so they can then do paleo. There is a there is it tends to be the whole CrossFit thing, doesn't it? Paleo and CrossFit seem to go like really well together. CrossFit, oh, is that another, right? There's another fad. I mean, it's not a running fad, but it it tends to be um, the CrossFit community. And that's, why is that? Is that because they always need protein? Well, yeah, it's it's a bit of a cult already, isn't it? The the CrossFit thing. Yeah. So and the paleo thing fits into it beautifully as a. Um, it, but I've seen I've seen people discuss it as though it's sort of a badge of honour. Yeah, know, it's like you're talking about a diet here. You're talking about something the way that you eat. And is there's it, there's definite that there's, they definitely speak with an air of superiority. Yeah. It's tribal. It's like it's it's like the the barefoot thing. It's a tri- yeah. It's like a tribal thing. So if you're a paleo barefoot virtual runner. Screw oh, you! Screw you, buddy! <laughs> Screw you! Get alive! Have a beer! Have a chocolate! Yeah, absolutely. So, what's the next thing? Well, next thing we'll move. Actually, this this fits into it quite well. It's the whole superfood thing, which mm. again partly comes from the whole uh, born to run thing. You know, chia seeds. This whole this superfood because. You know, there's one group of people who are brilliant runners, the... Uh, Mexicans, the Mexicans. Tama- oh, I can't remember how, it's, how you pronounce the tamagura. it. Tamagura. T- the Tamagura. Is that the right? Tam- no, it's not. Tamagotchis. Yes, the Tamagotchis. The Tamalanga Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so they I want to be in that tribe. So, so, because that group of people eat a certain food, all of a sudden that food is the superfood because that's, that's the thing that's responsible for utter, utter balls. Yeah. I, yeah, and the, the the thing is, they could test it, and they could <laughs> do scientific research on it, and then say this is the percentage increase of yeah. of like recovery. This is the percentage um, you recover, or the percentage through exhaustion you can continue. But of course, they're not going to do that because then they'd go, "Well, no, it's not that good." I've been to fitness shows and other events, mm. and. Again, you see, like, different... It's all about coming up with a different superfood, a different thing that's going to give you this edge. And one of the things was baobab. And if you've ever, if you've ever had baobab, it's like... What is it? It, it, it comes from the baobab tree, which is um, in, uh, in Madagascar. I don't know if it's just in Madagascar, but it's, it's certainly in, in Africa. And it's a funny old tree, and you, you have the bark from it. And yeah. it's, like, it's like bamboo or something. It's just... You, it, it doesn't dissolve. It doesn't taste of anything. It doesn't mix properly with anything. And you're like, well, surely at this point you've given up on this. Uh, you know, you have to mix it with like pineapple juice. How did they discover this? They, they literally just chose something. Go, okay, what should we use? Okay, let's take something off of that tree and let's have a go and see if you can you can eat it. And then what we'll do is we'll say there's a load of uh, you know positive qualities of it. Everything's got positive qualities to it, every sort of type of food. But this is the most impractical food, the most impractical thing you can imagine. <laughs> so how, do you, how would you consume it then? How you, have do to, they... you have to like, sh- it's incredibly, you have to like shred it up into pieces, put it in um, pineapple juice, mix it with pineapple juice, and it still doesn't blend. It's still like got bits of this baobab in it. You drink it, and all you really do is drinking pineapple juice with bits of bark in it. And you're like, well, what has actually, that actually done for me? It's at least coconut water. There is some element of you know it got natural electrolytes and you know yeah. there's some element yeah. to it, and it's actually you can consume it. But even that is a massive fad as well. Oh, I, mean, was, we, I didn't even think of that one. Wow, yeah. that is a fad. I mean, I mean the price of it is pretty ridiculous on its own. Wasn't there a story of someone who was training themselves to just drink? 
coconut water for um, ultra <laughs> no, runners. No, that was that was a story I told when I drank. Uh, that's the only thing I drank on a marathon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I can't. I haven't been able to drink it since. Was that because uh, of a fad, or we, was that all that was available? I was or? just testing. I was just testing it because it's supposed to be a natural electrolyte, and I was thinking yeah. like, rather than drinking like all the Lucozade and all the other stuff that go. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try that instead. Just what that. happened? It was fine, but I felt absolutely sick afterwards, and I just didn't. I didn't want to ever drink it again. Well, I, I once did a marathon just eating bounties, so in a way, <laughs> quite similar. <laughs> it was wonderful. I love the idea. I had a well, I had a coconut, and I just had to, had to <laughs> find a way of opening it during. The... <laughs> I just kicked a coconut around the whole way. Couldn't get anything out. <laughs> so, so actually, what's the fifth running fad that we've got? Because this doesn't, this actually doesn't relate to anything that we've talked about before. But these are these are the runs that are just totally made up. Like, we've, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got Race for Life, and we we shouldn't mention that as a fad because that's been the most successful run series I think of all time. But there are runs where they're just like, like we sort of run out of ideas now, so we're just making we're making shit up. Um, but, and they're not runs either. That no. you that you might cover a distance, but you don't. They're not a race. You don't really run them. And, or the electric run, for example. Well, you don't. And, yeah, you don't really run that. That's more about the experiences. It's, it's more. It's more going down that experiential route. It, they call it a run. They they try to make out there's some sort of athletic endeavour. But all you're really doing is you're just having a bit of a dance. Yeah. And the colour run. The colour run. Well, the colour. Yeah, the colour run is a bit of a joke. I really enjoyed it. It was great. I, you know, my daughter was there. We did like all the aerobic stuff to start off with. Everyone was happy. But just to acknowledge that it's not a run. It's just a, a nice event. It's not a yeah. run in any way. I don't, I, don't, I don't really think anyone treats it as a run either. Anyone in any, in any sort of seriousness. But again, the fact yeah. that, that all this, all these are going to die out. They're not. They're, none of these are going to last. Although like, I do, I think what we should have one of the challenges. You need to go to a colour run and run it as hard as you can, and then uh, give yourself your own medal and just go around going, "How'd you do? Oh, I won it." And just get talk to everyone. <laughs> How'd you do? I don't, I don't think I'm, I still don't think I'll be able to win a And try, try and get no paint on you either. <laughs> just try and finish. Well, when I did the colour on last time, I barely got any paint on me because they, they, got, they were just getting volunteers to do the paint and they were, they were absolutely useless. I had to like, walk through as slowly as possible. Can, can you get some paint on me? I need to take a photo afterwards. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> to help your promotion. Yeah, exactly. Try and win a colour run. That's a weird one. The colour run in Brighton was only four and a half kilometres. It was supposed to be five. It's too far, you see. It's too hard for the people. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think Alice has send in ideas of new food fads that we can start. I think they should send in ideas for new 5k runs that we can claim to be runs that aren't i've always thought we should have a the the hellard run the hellard run what happens in it um well basically no one turns up at the start because everyone's still hung over or in a park. nice nice then everyone everyone gets to the start eventually they're forced to do 20 press-ups so it's a pretty tough run then and then <laughs> and then they will go home Sounds good. I think I think people like that. I don't they, think I think there is one like that already. <laughs> you probably have to pay a fortune for it. But you get a good medal. <laughs> but the medal's amazing. Medal's incredible. It's got a great goodie bag. It's got a it's got a for goodness shake. Oh wait, man, that's one of your sponsors, isn't it? No, no, it's a friend, former former sponsor. Oh, okay. I'm a good. I'm a big fan of goodness shakes. Yeah, they're great. Really? But yeah, they're really nice, really tasty, Thanks. and they work. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that another fad? Um, well, I think it works. I think it's pro been proven, though, the chocolate milk. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, send us in your ideas for new races. You can new do. fads, what new fads? New what, fads. We yeah. just come up with like a really stupid fad and then try and like seed it and see yeah. if we can get see if we can get it going. Yeah, there's got to be something ridiculous. Yeah, it, and even things like those nose strips. I mean, those were brilliant. We remember when all the footballers used them. Yeah. Should we uh, should we wrap up yeah. day five? Let's wrap up day five. Okay. <gasps> Right, you ready? To, you ready for the song, JD? Yeah, let's go for it. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love said to me, five running fads, lots of nuts, three ways to gob, two number twos, and a shit marathon called Edinburgh. Well, we'll uh, we'll see you next. Uh, not next week. We'll see you day six tomorrow. Yay! Yay!